I'm Ann Police. And I'm Denise Cooper. And you're listening to Two Average Girls. Happy Tag Tuesday. How are you? I'm doing great. How are you? I'm so good. I'm so excited that we have what we're going to talk about today, to oh, be honest with you. You're just jumping right in. I love it. Well, I am, I'm t- saying that because it. I feel like it's come full circle. We most recently um, celebrated one year of being on the air. Yep. And for us, that's a big milestone. It's huge. We weren't sure. <laughs> I don't know what we thought we were going to do. But I don't think we thought that much about it, really which was didn't. pretty much the reason that we did this. If I thought too much about this, I wouldn't have done it. No, that's kind of the way things are. You kind of, sometimes you just need to jump in. We, we kind of, we're the, that's our personality anyway. We've been asked before, like, <laughs> what about the risk of doing this? And we were like, what risk? There's a risk? We had no idea there was a risk. Um, I mean, really, there was the only risk that risk? we really thought there was, and that it still probably is that, and we're so naive and we don't give a damn, is that we might embarrass ourselves. Oh, welcome to my life. That's just on the daily for Right. Me. Like, to me, it's care. like, oh, okay, somebody might think I'm, you know, lame. Okay, I don't really care. They think that anyway. Someone did ask me, we did a show, a podcast, Most Embarrassing Moments, and (laughs) someone very close to me said right after it aired, I can't believe you told that story about the underwear tucked in your shirt tucked skirt tucked in your underwear if you haven't listened to that episode you might want to give it a listen it's pretty good i mean it's a crazy time and i was like oh that it was involves f- underwear and, and a skirt being tucked into it and, and Anne being as most confident she can be i'm always confident i know you are that's, that's what's the beauty of that's this the beauty of it but my response was oh i didn't really realize that i shouldn't be telling that story yeah it's embarrassing but that's just that's just life. The story of our lives is we're out there. We le- we wear it on our sleeves. And so that's part of the podcasting realm. And that's what I appreciate. Good podcasts are when people are real. I went to a comedy show not long ago. And it was one of those kind of showcases where you had all different walks of comedians. Mm-hmm. It was a stand-up showcase. I love those. Everybody got 10, 15 minutes, whatever. Sure. And everyone was really funny like in their own way it was a great show except for one girl and I couldn't put my finger on what the problem was because her material she was talking a lot about going to the gym and I mean the gym is comedy rich right right and so she was kind of talking about that were people laughing no it bombed that's so hard it bombed it gives me anxiety her whole set bombed and it was I was like I have to laugh at her just because I feel bad kind of thing uh she didn't do well but sympathy laughing talking about it later with a friend I was like why didn't that why didn't that work and she said she was a really good looking and she was dressed to the nines and she was presenting her life as if it was really great and perfect and and she kind of had everything going for her and blah 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 which i thought well that's kind of that's kind of dumb at first glance i was like that's not it but the more i've thought about it it's like no the great comedians the john belushi's of the world get Mm -hmm. up there and go here i am 
they, they're a little disheveled. Real disheveled. She's showing her life as perfect, but yeah. then she's talking about an imperfect situation right. and no one's believing her. No one believed it. It yeah. fell flat. And I was like, that's, I want to live my life the opposite of that. We do. <laughs> Here we go. Here you are. <laughs> you are not perfect and we nope. all know it. That's right. In this case of what we're going to do today, we're going to go through some of some of our favorite takeaway gifts. Mm-hmm. And that just brings me back to the beginning, which was when we first started this, we were trying to come up with a name. We came up with the name Two Average Girls and the acronym happened to be TAG. And then we came up with the idea of let's ask our guests to leave us with something. Our whole idea was that this was an insight to the people we have on. And I think that it has accomplished exactly what we have intended it to, Mm -hmm. way above and beyond what I expected. I agree. It's gone. The the takeaway gifts that people bring in are, even if they're not prepared with one, Mm -hmm. they can usually come up with one on the fly. Like, oh, no, no, this this is my quote. This is my thing. This is what my grandpa used to say or whatever. And they're always something that you kind of don't expect. Right. But something you can also go, oh, I want that to be my thing now. Usually when we ask our guests about the takeaway and they're a little perplexed, I always say this, what was the first thing that came to your mind? Right. Because there's the first thing that comes to your mind that is sincere Mm -hmm. then there's the thing that you want people to hear maybe it is just something that you remember your grandfather doing right and you can put it into words right right so it's something like that so i'm going to leave it with you as the guest right now as we're going through this to think about this what is your takeaway for yourself if you had to give us a takeaway what would it be? And maybe you guys could write it into us. Oh, I'd love to hear it. I think it would be great. That was just something that came to me right now. But I would love to hear from our listeners. What is your takeaway gift? Yeah, DM us on our Instagram, yeah. Two Average Girls Podcast. Yeah. yeah. Send us a little note and tell us what your takeaway gift is. What is what's what's your mantra? What do you live by? What's your exactly. little code? Yeah. 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 What's the code you live by? So what is your, we're going to go through some of our favorites, mm-hmm. uh, our top 10 or so. Mm-hmm. Each uh, each of us are going to do five or six and just tell us what we're going to say why they are our favorites. Okay. Why don't you start us? You want me to start? I do. I think we're going to have some crossovers, to be honest. Oh, for real. Oh, there's no doubt. All right. So I'll just jump in first. Um, my first one is, and <laughs> I'm sorry to say this, but we every time we mention a guest, it's like, oh, oh, he or she was my one of my favorites, you know? I know. Well, we've got 50 shows and uh at least half of those are guests and every one of them is like oh one of my favorites so i can't i can't lead with that anymore um but back in um july of 2021 we had on um a a tiktok influencer and a a former student of mine his name is matt peterson check him out on Mm -hmm. all the platforms he is so fun his content is so fun and he's going places oh he is he's climbing he's, that ladder he's knocking it out of the park he's doing so great but we had matt on it was a uh, podcast number eight and it was entitled you gotta have proud shoulders which is something that he said um but his tag was from steve jobs mm-hmm. and i will quote it to you you can't connect the dots looking forward you can only connect them looking backwards you have to put you have to trust the dots will somehow connect somewhere in the future. And for a, you know, a young man who's out there just like trying to make it happen, he talks in the podcast about how 
when he was at Chapman University, and I was uh, one of his professors, he was trying to go into a field that at the time didn't exist. He wanted to do social media influencing fun stuff that involved food and that invo- so he had all these kind of segments of what he wanted to do but he wasn't able to sort of put it all together well I'm a standard news and journalism teacher right and I was like I don't know what you're doing I don't know what you want I want to help you but that I don't know what that is right and because it didn't exist he kind of didn't know at that point either but just in a few short years suddenly the social media game took a turn and you could actually make real money at it you it's a real job and he's doing exactly what he wanted to do and that is to me that's what makes that quote so profound because like listen I'm just going to keep trudging forward somewhere along the way the dots are going to connect and I just have to have faith in the process I you know what was so fun about him was we were on the he was on the podcast with us and he was talking about that experience at Chapman and how you know he'd have to do a serious news story right. and right. he would do it on food a Krispy yep. Kreme donuts or something like that right? right and it never really fit and, mm-hmm. and other instructors were not supportive of no, that they and they were looking down on it and even when we were talking to him about it and after he quoted this as his takeaway gift I think it was almost an aha moment for himself to see that because I think he felt like maybe he went through the motions of getting that and I'm only speaking for him from what we have talked to him about right. but that maybe getting that degree didn't really fit eventually what he was going to do, obviously. Do right? I really need this expensive exactly, degree? Yeah. Exactly, because that's what he said, you know, because mm-hmm. Chapman wasn't it wasn't cheap and his parents helped him pay for yeah. it. And like, uh, did they waste their money and right. time, you know? And finally, you know, he's getting paid for food, for eating. The love him coming in is just thinking back to him being on the podcast. It was such great energy. Oh, he's got the best energy. He comes into a room and he's like... What's, oh, what? I mean, he's just, no, he's, he's just a so really fun. great human. Yeah. He is a sweet, sweet person. Love him. Love, love him. Well, um, let's, let's move forward. Do um, it. I will, one of the ones, the one of the favorites that I wanted to talk about is something that is, I might have stolen it from you. Oh. So this could be something I know you're going to love it because <sighs> it comes from our, one and only Cameron Owens, yes. your beautiful, sweet son. Um, and his was, through the little things, great things are accomplished. Mm-hmm. And we've talked about the 1%. Yep. We've talked about just starting over every day, yep. just doing your best. Right. Doing your best is okay. Being average. Yep. We've talked about all of those things. We're not doing that to dumb things down. No. And we're not doing it because we think that mediocrity is okay. Right. Because being average and mediocre to me are different. Mm -hmm. But when he's talking about doing the little things, the small things make a huge difference. And sometimes we can't see that for ourselves. Right. Because the small things are small. (laughs) You know? They really are. Woohoo! That's a light bulb moment for me. (laughs) Listen, it's like the guy, um, I don't even know, he was a marine or five-star general something who said make your bed every day right it seems like a small thing but actually it it is a small thing but it's going to add up to a bunch of other things that you've done during the day and at the end of the day you're like well i had a pretty good day look at everything i accomplished all of you are doing great right just do a little bit take Mm -hmm. it one day at a time it's okay one percent better than zero that's right 
I love it. And and Cameron said a lot of great things in his mm-hmm. podcast. We've talked about it before. Um, but I like that his things are kind of usable. Yeah. His five points of... Absolutely. You know, progression and accomplishment. They're all things that you go, oh, okay, I get that. I get that. And that's the same with through little things, great things are accomplished. If you just change one thing in your day, and I'm speaking to myself. Exactly. If you just change one thing in your day that might be a bad habit. Like today, I haven't had a Dr. Pepper yet. What time is it? It's almost one o'clock in the afternoon and I haven't cracked a Dr. Pepper yet because my hope to accomplish is that I will stop drinking Dr. Pepper. Right. So, okay, one day down. Yay. Absolutely. So, yeah, I love what I love what he had to say and I love that, just that quote, through the little things, great things are accomplished because then after a while, you look back on it and look what I've built or look what I've accomplished. Yeah. And I think that's 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 good advice. And I love him. Me too. I know you do. <laughs> I'm glad. <laughs> Me too. So is he, even though he denies it. He never denies that. <laughs> All right, my next tag comes to us from uh, episode number 37 when we had Dr. Susie, and Mm -hmm. we've talked about this before. She's not a doctor. She doesn't like to be called doctor. This is going to be one of my favorites, Oh, it is? Yeah. Oh, okay. Sorry. No, it's all good. I can pick other ones, but this is one of my favorites. Um, The title of her podcast is called I Loved Infidelity, and uh, it is a lot of fun. She talks about very serious topics and makes them really interesting, very very bright woman anybody who's in a relationship should listen or wants to be in a relationship or just got out of a relationship any and everybody is in a relationship (laughs) even if it's with yourself just with yourself (laughs) you should be listening so her tag was be the soulmate that you are searching for looking for characteristics in others that you do not yet possess in yourself is unloving (laughs) when she said that be the soulmate you want you are looking for Mm -hmm. you're searching for Mm -hmm. It was kind of a light bulb moment for me. I was blown away. Not because I, I mean, we've both been married long enough to know that the soulmate situation, I really do feel like Hot is my soulmate. Mm-hmm. And I believe Warren is your soulmate. Mm-hmm. I feel like you guys found each other and it was, you know. Yes. Oh, you know, it's like, yes. <laughs> yeah. But even, even though I know that he's my soulmate, I still have to be that person for him. That's right. That's what I feel like. I felt like when she said that to me, mm-hmm. it wasn't on a general basis. It was me if I take it personally. What do I need to do all the time? Sometimes not every day, but probably should be every day so that I am not appealing to my partner, but that I am being the best I can be for him. Mm-hmm. I was watching a program a while ago and when Susie said this quote, it made me think of this program. Um, I don't remember what it was called. I can't give anybody credit. That's all good. But this woman was saying how she was getting ready to leave her husband. She was just over it. And mm-hmm. there was nothing specific. There was yeah. no infidelity. It wasn't anything. She was just like, I've been with this guy for 30 years. That happens. Yeah. And I'm You'd be just get tired of that person. I'm just unhappy. And he doesn't do this. And he right. doesn't do that. So she was going down her list of all the things that he didn't do. She, from a friend, learned that she got this bright idea through a friend who was a a great wife and had a terrific marriage. She got the idea to be the wife that he wished he had so that when she did leave, he was really going to be hurt. So it started (laughs) out as sort of like a, I'm going to get you. It's a revenge. Uh This is for, this is what you get for being a 
a bad husband and not making me happy. She started doing all of these things. And I mean, it was just like, oh, cookie baking and oh, a foot massage. And oh, oh, he would love to go to a hockey game this weekend. Instead of me complaining about going to sit, you know, in the cold hockey rink and watch this stupid hockey game that I hate, I'm going to not only get him tickets... I am going to get him good tickets and I'm going to go with him and I'm going to make sure that he's got the hot dog and the beer that he wants and I am going to be a hockey fan for wow. him. I'm going she to be, went all in. Oh, she was all in because she was so ready to the leave this guy. The foot massage would do it right there. Like, come on, she say was, no more. She was so ready to leave this guy that she was like, this is my last ditch effort and then I'm lower on the hammer. This is it. In doing that, she started getting a different reaction from him. Mm. He started mirroring what she was doing. Oh, so he reciprocated. He reciprocated. He was like, well, you know what? She was really nice to me the other night with the foot rub. So I'm going to get her a gift certificate to go get a massage because she deserves it. Wow. Next thing you know, these two are, what? Living happily ever after. They didn't get divorced. They didn't get divorced. Isn't that interesting? And I think this is, that's sort of what this quote is Absolutely. sort of saying. It's like, listen, whoever you want in a partner, be that person. Right. If you want a foot rub, if you want to go to hockey games or whatever, do that for your person. Do that type of thing for your person and and see what happens. There's there's going to be people that don't reciprocate, that don't get it, that are just like, Durr. they're just dumb. They're just or dumb. they're just jerks. Whatever. They don't want to. Why don't you just focus on yourself? That's right. It's kind of like that for therapy in general. And I don't know if we talked to her about it or to John Cunningham on one of our, our segments or we've just talked about it in general, but literally... If you don't have a good relationship with yourself, yeah. how can you have a good relationship with anybody else? You can't. That's the problem is you're starting at a deficit. If you don't if you How don't can you know. love somebody else or expect them to love you if you're not loving yourself? That's right. So anyway, Susie. Yeah, I love that. That was a good one. I, I love, really I really did love that. Well, I am going to, again, this was one of our favorite episodes. Number one, because it was our first one. Our but first episode or our first, our first guest? Our first guest. Our first guest. And it was from Jason Fries, Jason. who is, it was um, something that he had told us before. And I think he had a couple different, um, he had a couple different things. He had a couple different tags. His, his mm. first one was don't major in minor things. Right. Okay. That was his main tag. Right. And I think he attributed this tagline to some of his success because he learned it early on. And it was, if you're early, you're on time. If you're on time, you're late. And if you're late, you're fired. That is some good, good advice. Mm-hmm. Just life advice. And it's not just uh, for work, which is what he was sort of mm-hmm. applying it to. Like, okay, this kid showed up late for band practice and got the lecture of his life, et cetera, et cetera. But it doesn't just apply to work. It applies to everything in in your life mm-hmm. that you are showing up for. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And if, you know, if... If you are late, it shows a sign of, I don't care that much. About the other person. About the other person, about the event, about the, the situation. So it's, to break it down like that, though, in those three pieces, I'm like, no, that that's exactly right. That's brilliant. Yeah, it really is. Have you ever been around people, do you know people in your life that are chronically late? Yes. How do you feel? Can't stand it. I know. Can't stand it. It drives me crazy. And I am notorious for not being on time hmm. not, not being on time and being late to me are two different things mm-hmm. i can be a couple minutes late and i'm rolling in and i'm kind of disheveled right i'm guilty of that we all are but i know people and it literally is their mo mm-hmm. to never be on time 
They don't care. Mm-mm. Drives me crazy. You know what it tells me? Hmm. They don't respect me. They probably don't. You're probably right. They don't respect my time. They don't respect anyone's time except for their own, and they can't organize it. It's the same with when you go to a doctor's office. But there, uh, at least you can say, well, maybe they spent more time with that patient. Yeah. But that when I can there's of. a lot of people mm-hmm. in general mm-hmm. in the world that literally cannot get themselves anywhere on time, and they kind of laugh it off. Oh, it's just, it's who I am. Dinner's going to be served at four o'clock. Like, I have dinner with my family on Sunday nights, and I'll tell the family, we're going to eat at 5, but we're going to meet at 4.30. Mm-hmm. That gives everybody a half an hour buffer. Yeah. Guess what? <laughs> There's still people who are showing up at 5.30. I'm one of them. You are not. I always have the time wrong. I have issues with well, time. Well, that's different. That you're just, I'm not showing up late. I just wrote the time down wrong. You're or... just dumb when it comes to time. <laughs> Can that be our tag? <laughs> Please. It's just funny because she gets things mixed up. I do. I don't know why. You're pretty organized human being. I, I am. I'm, I, I really... I think, and, and that's even more weird because you're that weird savant that can memorize all kinds of other things. I guess I should just sing this, the time to you. If you would sing it to me in a rock riff with a little guitar. You would understand it and you like, wouldn't forget it. I'll be it. there at 5.30. Yeah, I've got to have come up with a jingle. That's right. I'm going to have to come up with a jingle. The other reason that I love this tag and I love Jason is because speaking of jingles, yeah. this is the segue, he wrote our music bed. Yeah. So two average girls on the front end and the back end of our of our thing is from Jason. Jason he did it for us for free. He just came up with it. <laughs> he spent a lot of time doing a few different options, and we chose that one. And we could not be more thrilled, and we just are so grateful for him. And he's out on tour again, I think, right now with Green with Day. With Green Day. So all right. All right, my next favorite tag is going to be from a fairly recent episode. It's episode number 46, where we went up the mountain. Mm. We, we I went, love that mountain. We love the mountain. We went and spoke with Swami Palani uh, up there at the old, uh, the Hindu monastery and temple. Yes. He was uh, a terrific interview, and his tag was was long. He gave us several different things to work with as far as a, as a, as a tag, a takeaway gift was concerned. I'm not going to go with the long one because it's great, but <laughs> I found one that I like better uh, from what he said uh, in our conversation. He said, time is short and the subject is vast. Oh, I know. That was and, so good. It's so kind of poetic mm-hmm. and it applies to kind of everything. The subject is vast when you're talking about life and time is short. And he, of course, was referring to the, you know, the conversation that we were having and and there were a lot of things that he wanted to get to and a lot of questions that we wanted to ask him. And he said, well, time is short and the subject is vast, but let's, let's move on. Let's start talking kind of thing. Um, I don't know. I just, I just love that because it's short, simple to the point, but I can also just completely relate to it. it. You don't realize sort of how vast some of your subjects are. Right. And how little time you have to cover them. It yeah. was interesting. It, it really was. It's still something that I think about because mm-hmm. I'm sure I don't have my arms completely wrapped around it. But I just, I liked it. I did too. I think it was very profound in its simplicity. I do too. So yeah. life is short. The subject is vast. Right. I'm going to go now. I'm going to switch a little bit gears, but not really. Mm-hmm. And I think this might be kind of a good segue. Um, we had a, a good friend of mine on, Janine Rabb. <sighs> Who, and you know, she's just a, she's kind of a ball of energy, she's a great. very fun ball of energy. And she has 
a lot of life perspectives. She talked a lot about um, her divorce. Her podcast title was, I wasn't going to let his leaving define my life. And I say that as a segue to what her tag was. And her tag was this, you cannot direct the wind, but you can adjust your sails. That's right. And she actually runs a blog. Mm -hmm. um, it's called Through Rose Club. Through, through rose-colored glasses, mm -hmm. and she has a pair of rose-colored glasses that she brings on her travels, and yeah. she's a prolific traveler. Mm -hmm. She's an adventurist, I would call her. She's yeah. somebody who is, she travels by herself all the time. Yep. And she does fun things and different things, out of the ordinary things, but. I love Janine, that I was know. so fun. That was, and the reason we had her on originally, what I loved about that was, I we had talked about what happened to Sunday dinner, mm -hmm. and one of the reasons I talked about that was she was my, inspiration for that mm -hmm. meaning she had established a pizza night with her family yeah. when her kids were younger during football season and she did it because she wanted to watch football and she wanted her teenagers to be home and she wanted to know where they were and she wanted to be keep them busy yeah. and it turned into this tradition that carries on today 15 years later or whatever it is yeah. and it's been passed down to different generations every monday is pizza monday yeah Pizza Monday. All right, moving on. My next one is from episode 10. It was called Operation Optimism. And we interviewed our friend Natalie. Yes. Uh, last name redacted because she's a former FBI agent and has worked for the DA's office in various different cities. So mm -hmm. just Natalie. Natalie's tag was, your prime is in your future. She came up with that because she has gone through several lifetimes of... Uh, professionalism, being a student, then being a professional, then going back to school, then working for the FBI, then having children, then then having children while working for the FBI, and then just uprooting her entire life from the East Coast and moving to Orange County and is now a stay-at-home mom. She kept thinking as she's cleaning spaghetti sauce off the walls for the third <laughs> night in a row, this can't be my prime. It just can't be. And I identified with that so much, I think anyone who's a parent identifies mm -hmm. with that because you put so much time and effort into one thing, say you're schooling, and then you're working in this great industry that you love or whatever, that you're mediocre at, it doesn't matter. Then you have kids and suddenly your identification is just, I am the holder of weird objects in my purse <laughs> and I'm the cleaner of spaghetti off the walls. And that's your, that's who you are, but it's only for a short time. And she made such a great point about at some point, these kids will be on their own they'll be able to function without me as much as they do now my i better figure out what's next for me right. because my prime may be 10 years down the road right i don't know and i just love that it's so optimistic um just because i think like in our parents world it was you work for 50 years you retire and then you're retired and what you do when you're retired is you golf and you fish and it's like that <laughs> sounds horrible that's to my me. husband's well, life. your but your husband has a lot of other things going on. It's not just it's not it's not our parents' retirement no. kind of thing. So I just that just gave me a little bit of comfort because I was like, oh wait a minute, this doesn't it doesn't have to have been over just because I'm not doing this anymore, right? You know, and she just had such a great view of what's next for me. I don't know, but I'm going to figure it out, and that's going to be my prime. Well, I took it somewhat that way because I'm so far from the little kids point of view yeah you know where she's at right. we're in solely different times of our lives one of the reasons i thought about it was i've i've never gone through a midlife crisis but i've had to ask myself what next i mean 
I'm kind of getting up over that hill. And you know, like you're like, okay, so you're at the hill, you're looking down. Now I'm going down the hill. Is it going to get better than this? Your prime is always your future. Yeah. Right? Like you can't judge that, you know, in high school, that was it. Or being a mother and raising these kids, now I'm done. Right. I think you have to always look at the future as being something better. Yes. That is going to be better. You're going, and if it's, if that's not how you're looking at it, you got to change the perspective Mm -hmm. to be that. Yeah. Because that's the only way that you're going to feel good about things. Do you know people whose prime was in high school? Oh, absolutely. So do I. Absolutely. And I'm thinking of them right now. I'm like, wow, that's, that's really sad. It really is sad. It really is sad. It truly was their prime. I mean, I feel like, would I like to be in better shape? Yes. Mm -hmm. Would I like to not have these wrinkles? Absolutely. Sure. But at the same time, what does it tell myself in the world? I've lived a life. Right. And I can afford Botox now. <laughs> I'm at a point in my life where I can get it. <laughs> if my forehead is moving, then I didn't do it well enough. Denise has literally not had an expression this entire time. <laughs> I'm laughing, but my mouth is not moving. <laughs> it's just a noise coming out. <laughs> That's not true. But yes, it's kind of true. <laughs> but anyway, I love that. Yeah. My prime is my future, basically. That's right. So I, I try to live by that as well. Me too. Yeah. So the next one... Um, that is one of my favorites. Mm-hmm. Again, I could choose any of these. Sure. They're all my favorites. Yeah. It's like having a child. You just can't pick the right one. <laughs> There's never going to be the right answer. No. But it is from our friend Ann Cooper. No relation to me, although I would love for her to adopt oh. me. We could be sisters. No. Um, Ann Cooper runs the Kindy Fiji Project. And I went with her to Fiji along with Jacqueline about seven or eight years ago um, to help her do this uh, really great um basically mission Mm -hmm. it's a little mission that we went on and it was awesome on the podcast we talked about the challenges politically and socially in fiji which is education is something that we take for granted here but in fiji it's not given to all Mm -mm. especially women especially women especially women and um anne is trying to help that situation and her project the kindy fiji project has done so Mm -hmm. and one of the her quotes is if it doesn't matter for eternity, it really doesn't matter. So accurate. And and the eternal perspective is, well, if you can just ask yourself this, will this matter in a month? Right. Will this matter in six months? Right. A year? And then you go to the big picture, Mm -hmm. which is eternity. Right. If it doesn't matter... It really doesn't matter. It absolutely can't. It it can't matter in eternity, this little insult that I've received. But it's so hard for us as humans. Oh, yeah, because we're To let it go. Yeah, we're petty. We have egos. We're angry. We want revenge. We don't forget. Yeah. It's hard. It's very hard. But... But but Ann Cooper's a real special lady. I knew her from mm-hmm. my my PBS days, interviewed mm-hmm. her on set. She's really... Man, she walks the walk. She's a, She is a completely kind-hearted loving christ-like individual she is selfless she's all about it she is and she's she is a beautiful human being she's doing beautiful things and she's changing lives she really she really is i mean i'm not many of us can say that Uh, i'm pausing because i'm like wait can i ever say that i know no i i i I can't say that Mm -mm. but she can she can she's got it sort of at a global level we're doing our best here just you know i'm just trying to like go about my day without you know running my car into somebody because they're making me mad no (laughs) the opposite of what's eternal is important podcast for another day (laughs) road rage and denise cooper (laughs) this is our very last 
takeaway gift. Okay. And this one comes from somebody that we both know and love and that we also identified as one of our favorite um, episodes, mm-hmm. which was from Stan Fries. <laughs> and I, you know, it is, it's so interesting because... I did not know what to expect from Stan. Mm-hmm. He's a character. He is all over the place with, and he has so many stories, and he has historic value and just reminiscent of just almost like a day gone by, right? right. He's he's just so fun to be with. Mm-hmm. And so when his when he was talking about his takeaway gift, I had no idea. I kind of thought it would be something from Disney. I did too. I really <laughs> thought it was going to just be something, and yeah. it was it was the opposite. And it literally, when he said it, it brought tears to my eyes. Mm -hmm. I have written it down on a post-it. I have it in my office because it encapsulates everything that I think all of the things that we just talked about will cover. Mm -hmm. And this is the quote, we're all just walking each other home. Mm -hmm. And that is by Ram Dass. Yeah. That is his mantra. That is who he is as a person. And it really is we're all just walking each other home it takes me back to a time when i was little and i would get home from school at a different time than say one of my older brothers and my brother would come down to the bus stop Mm. get me and walk me home he was literally walking you home what does that mean though that Mm -hmm. means that i'm here to protect you Mm -hmm. i'm here to make sure that you get to where you're going safely that's right and we're going to have some good conversation while we're doing it. You're going to tell me about your day. You're going to have a relationship with that person. You can laugh. You can cry. That's that's what that means. Oh, that makes me cry. Right? Oh, that's yeah. so sweet. That's that what that means. Yeah. So when we're walking each other home, think about that for just a second. What Not what that means as a metaphor, but what that means literally. What I took from it was it's something that we need to get back to. Yeah, I agree. It's something that we've lost. Maybe. Because most of us don't know our neighbors. Yeah. Most of us don't care to know or help the person in the parking lot put away their groceries when they're struggling. Right. We don't even hold the door open for people. Here's the thing, though. I think a lot of these these takeaway gifts that people have given us are about helping and serving other people. I do. I think you're right. I think a good portion of them, some of them are, are just clear insight. Some of them are just like, this is good advice. But the majority of them are listen, if you do this, these are the other people, there's a whole group of people that's going to be helped by you doing this, by going all in, by walking you home. Right. That is the key to life, is serving others. That's the only place your happiness is going to come from. It's right. not It's not coming from serving yourself, right. buying yourself a new car. Right. Don't get me wrong. Love one. But be the soulmate you're searching for. Be the it's, soul- about, it's, it's about somebody else. It's about doing that for somebody else. Yeah, I agree. I mean... We've learned and we've gleaned and we have just, I feel like that's the best part of this podcast for us personally is the relationships we've built with Mm -hmm. the people that have come on the show, Mm -hmm. people who have listened, who have then reached out to us and Mm -hmm. we've talked to them personally or through messaging. Yeah. All of those things have blessed and enriched our lives. We are so lucky. Yeah. Yeah. As as with most things, you go in it thinking it's going to be one thing and it turns out to be something yeah. else bigger and better. So I agree. So love it. Our our last thing I'm going to say, and I'm going to just reiterate it, we're all just walking each other home. And that does it for this edition of Two Average Girls. Thanks for joining us. I'm Ann Police. And I'm Denise Cooper. We'll see you next time. Mm-hmm.